Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to our first podcast delivered to you by Rao and by Amira. And today's show is going to be mainly about body shaming, right, Amira? Yes, you are right. That's our topic for today. And we are very excited for our first episode of Double Shout. And yeah, we don't talk about body image. We are going to go in depth about this topic. And so yeah, make sure to tune in and listen to the entire episode, guys. So before we actually start the real discussion about today's topic, let us first define it. What is body image? You have probably heard of this term before because it is commonly used, especially in media, whether in a positive or a negative way. So what is body image? To put it simply, it's when you look at the mirror. How do you feel about your own body? What do you see? How do you perceive it? And what do you think about it? So it's basically the perception that you have of your own physical appearance and the thoughts that results from it. And they can be both negative or positive. But one thing we should keep in mind, an important point, is that that perception is not always an accurate representation of how you actually look. Because that perception uh, can be affected by many, many factors, which we are going to talk about later on. Another term we will be discussing in today's episode is insecurity. And insecurity is the feelings of self-doubt, uncertainty, and the lack of confidence that we face in a certain situation or about a certain thing. And now, after we define those two terms and we have a clear understanding of what they mean, let us move to Rao, who will talk to us about body morphology. Indeed, Amira, and when we speak about the body image and insecurities, we have actually to bring up the main core, which is the body itself. Like, here we're not just speaking about how does our brain or our psychology perceive our bodies, but mainly how... How is our body in first place, you know? That's why I wanted to share more about what is this body morphology. Body morphology, scientifically speaking, is actually the study of the structure of the human body in connection with the development and vital activities. It includes actually the human anatomy, like embryology and histology, which is mainly how do the cell connect to each other and make a tissue and how does that tissue develop around our bones or around some specific areas all around our bodies. A lot of factors actually affect the way our body look like in real life. For example, the bone structure that affects our height if we are tall or short. Genetics, as usual, if we're speaking about cells, we have to bring up the genetics. Um, Not only that, but also hormones. For example, if we stress out, the stress releases a hormone called cortisol, which leads actually to fat accumulation around most vital organ in our midsection. There is age also, and for women specifically, pregnancy and giving birth, as it truly changes our morphology by time. 
Thank you for the explanation, Rona. That was very, very informative. Uh, so, what should we talk about next? Now into the juicy part of our podcast, uh, personal perspective about body image. I personally remember when I was first introduced into this term, but not actually the term itself, but the definition of body types and how does the body look like, how it should be like and stuff was funny, but it's when I was newly introduced into internet and I started playing games of the doll that we put clothes on and makeup on and stuff. And by then I was too young that I kept wondering and asking myself questions like, okay, and I was still too young and I know that after puberty I'm going to change and my body would change, but I had one question going on in my mind. Am I going to change into being that doll and same size as her and same like morphology and same um, criteria as this doll and as the women on the magazine I used to see? You remember those magazines of beauty and of fashion makeup thing? Or am I going to change into being same size and same shape and same morphology like other women that I knew in the family, you know? That question just kept clicking on my mind and I even remember asking some of my relatives about it and the only question, the only answer I could get was when you get older, you'll get to know it. This was so crazy and it's one of the quest- it's one of the replies, sorry, that I hate the most. Like when somebody, especially when it's a kid, asking you, Please give an appropriate answer and do not tell them that they will know once they will grow because they will, they will, but they do need a hint about it. They do need to understand some stuff and they do need to fulfill their um, curiosity in the healthiest way, you know? That's part one. As for part two, I still remember that I was watching like a lot of uh, shows. One of them was when I... When I used to be fat, I don't know if you saw it or not. It was like an epi- It was like a show on MTV back then, and I used to love it. I used truly to love it because to me it was like the transformation, and they're making people loving themselves more. They're changing people. People didn't used to look good now; they look good. It's crazy now when I think about it. Like as a specialist, even as a specialist who thinks that changing a lifestyle can truly change people's life and it could truly save them i do remember i do get the fact that i think back in the days it was all about the weight like winning weight gaining weight losing weight and stuff like this but now it's more of a complicated issue because now it's all about the curves which type of curves even and a lot of detailed things that I actually hate the most. Because guess what? Every single person has a body and this body is just like a house, you know? It has pillars and then it's up to you to know with what you're going to fill it. But most important is that the pillars, which are your health mainly and your morphology that you, you cannot change. It's all about the factors and genetics. Um, it's up to you then to build it on these pillars but the pillars needs to be understood and you need to get them and you need to appreciate them because without them you wouldn't be able even to build that body you know that house sorry and 
after that, to, in, in order to make like a house a home, you need to accept it. You need to know what you want to fill it with, especially like for food, the type of lifestyle you're living, the way you appreciate yourself, the way your perspective about your own body, um, the way you're talking about yourself, the way you're fixing your insecurities and being more uh, flexible about it and you're trying to just know what's making you that mad or triggers you the most and then try to change it or try to help it or try to go through uh, therapists, for example, to heal from it is actually the main source for you to... To transform that house into home. Because there is a huge difference between a house and a home. And not all houses are the same. It's all designed in different way. And it's all has its own beauty. Like imagine having all same kind of houses. Same design. And filled with the same furniture. That would have been so boring for God's sake. But it's still the same for us. Like... Every single person has his own body and it doesn't have to match criteria that have been made by beauty industry because beauty industry are being commercialized. They're there to sell us products. They're there to sell us what they want us to be and what their product can help us be, be it, you know? So we need to click that into our minds and just reconsider what do we want to be and who are we in first place. Because if you hate the house, if you hate the pillars, you will never be able to change the design. You'll never be able to feel that you're home. This is it about the insecurities because I feel like body shaming and insecurities are two, tight, two different things. For insecurities, it's about something we see and we are not quite comfortable with. Like maybe, for example, uh, weight we're not okay with our weight or maybe we're not okay with having acne on our faces or we're not okay with some marks or scars in our body and then we do not tell anyone about it we just try to hide it you know and then once we arrive into accepting that thing that fact and we try to find solution for that thing like going to doctor for example have medica medications uh, changing our lifestyle or doing something about it. Once we can do this step, I believe, insecurities would never be insecurities forever. They would change. And if we change, if we dim these insecurities, it would be the greatest thing ever because they would vanish by the end of the day, you know? If I have insecurity about my weight, once I'm going to lose some of it, I'm just going to feel okay about my shape, you know? This is how I love the house and then I change it and then I build it according to the own design I want, you know. But then there is something else which is also for like acnes. I can just go to the doctor, have my medications and then boom, it's it's off. I don't have acnes anymore and then I love my house. I would love my body again. But when it comes to body shaming, I think it's more of a complicated process because even if you lose weight, you would still feel that you are a fat person that's what happened to me back in the days because I was not fat but I kept perceiving myself as a fat person I kept feeling that I'm a very heavy person but I wasn't like scientifically biologically physiologically I wasn't I was totally okay but I kept perceiving myself as a fat person as if I have overweight but the overweight actually was 
only psychologist as it was just the psychology issues you know and goes the same for others i believe it's like it's all about loving the house because we're being told to love body shape but we're never being told to love our bodies and then try to change them accordingly to what we can and to what's um available for us if i can say so so yeah that's mainly it for me and with the body shape and the beauty and also the morphology well my story is a bit similar to yours you know Maybe except for the dolls part. <laughs> I never used to play with dolls. I didn't like them and I still don't. But yeah, anyways. I feel like everyone's story with body image. Not the term body image because obviously as children we didn't know what that meant. But body image by definition. What it represents. It all started with us being children. At such a young age. Because that's when we start to become aware of our surroundings. Aware of our bodies. And, you know, as children, we are often being compared to, uh, you know, members of the family. People are always trying to find who we resemble the most. They were obsessed with that, you know. Your aunt's telling you, hey, you look like your mom. Your uncle saying, hey, you look a bit like your dad. You look like your grandmother and stuff. So I think that that then helped us realize that we are indeed different. Yeah, but for me personally, I didn't have much problem or issue with body image at that time. My thoughts regarding uh, body image were neutral up until, let's say, the late years of middle school, maybe. Because in middle school, we grew up, obviously, our talks as girls became girly. We started talking about actresses, we started talking about makeup and fashion and stuff. And unfortunately, the thing that was promoted back then and is still promoted now is curves. If you have curves, if you have a curvy body, then you are perfect, you are beautiful. So yeah, girls got obsessed with trying to have curves. (laughs) But for me, it wasn't, even that wasn't a problem. It was like a test that I passed easily because I didn't, I still don't like curves for me and on me. I was skinny at that time, but it wasn't a problem with me. I was content with the way I looked. So yeah, it wasn't until, as I said, the late years of middle school that things started to take a different turn for me. Things started to change because I I find out that I have a skin illness or condition that is called psoriasis. It's basically a condition where you develop, you know, where red and itchy spots start to appear on your bodies. Spots of different shapes that appear in different parts of your body. It's not something serious or dangerous to your health, but this condition, this disease is a chronic one, basically. So it doesn't have any cure and stays with you for the rest of your life. <laughs> so sometimes it would go away for months and then reappear. It's it's a messy <laughs> type of illness really but yeah they do give you they do give you medications they do give you some creams that help with the spots and stuff but yeah when they started to appear on me i was 
worried and anxious and all type of different feelings because I was also young at that time. Because it was worse, the condition was worse for me back then than it is now. The spots then back then were kind of big and especially in winter, you know, it was hard to get rid of them and they would become rough as well. The texture of them becomes rough. So I didn't like them at all. I am a conservative person by nature, you know, so I didn't like to be exposed to other people. I didn't like to basically change change my clothes in front of other females and stuff, but the condition made me even more self-conscious. It made it worse because I wouldn't even uh, change in front of my own mother and sister. I was basically ashamed of my body back then. And that changed my clothing style as well because, you know, when the spots were visible on my arms, I would refuse to wear sleeveless shirts and sweatshirts and stuff. I, If I did, in summer, if I had to or stuff, I just tried to cover them up with my arms and hands as much as possible. And you know, in middle school, we used to, every year we had to go to the nurse to get checkups and stuff, and that was literally my biggest nightmare. I would hate going to the nurse and I would become so I would become so anxious and stressed because I didn't want anyone to see those spots on me. Although it was normal, you know, when I think about it, it was normal. It was just an illness that other people had as well. But at such a young age, you know, you always make a big deal out of stuff and we always try to overthink and basically despise anything that makes us feel different of other people. And I did a pretty good job back then at hiding that fact from other people because even my friends didn't know and probably don't still don't know that I have this skin disease called cirrhosis. Anyways, but I grew up and I started to learn how to live with it. I accepted it. I learned to accept it, you know, as a part of me. And so, yeah, my body image started to started to become healthy once again. That was probably my first insecurity, so. But I learned that we all have flaws, we all have imperfections. That I'm not the only one, and I'm not the only one feeling this way about my body. And I learned that this is my own body you know so if i don't appreciate it if i don't love it i'm not gonna expect people to do it for me because they're not gonna do it for me i should do it for myself so that was my first experience with body image and i learned a big important lesson from it so it was a good experience after all exactly amira um, there is one more thing that I would like to attract your attention to, dear listeners. I highly believe that it's so simple for us to see our bodies as the houses that we want to live for forever. And if you want to make that house a home, make sure that you appreciate the pillars already, which are your body morphology and the way you perspect how your 
body looks like and then you try to change the design according to your lifestyle and according to what would make you feel more comfortable in it and not what the people and what beauty standards that are being majoritized by others on you. I mean, if you're into having a larger hips or a larger shoulders or into having a tinier waist or into having a larger waist or anything like that, it should be your own decision of having that type or that shape of body. Because, hey, listen up, not all houses look the same, but each house has its own beauty and each house gets that with its details. Also, we should really recognize the fact that turning a house into a home means we accept the way this home has started, like the basement of that house, and then moving into building it, reshaping it, or changing the interior design according to what we like. And that's what I call the lifestyle, the way we eat, and and as a person in the field of nutrition and into, as I call the magic of changing people's life, because most people think that by having a diet or by losing weight or by gaining weight, they would totally change their life. And that's true, but it's actually not the key uh, to do that. The most important key is the fact that they do appreciate already the way they are as human beings and the fact that each body has its own specifications that cannot match another body no matter how much we try. Still, if you love your body and if you get to accept it the way it is and try to spot what do you want to change about it, things that you can actually, like things that you can control over. So. Before moving on with the point Ramana was talking about, I just want to briefly mention to you guys some of the factors that influence our body image. So, first and foremost, I'd say family environment, because obviously we are born into a family and we grew up with one, so uh, it is considered a big factor. If the family environment is positive and the family members are all supportive and uplifting, then that will help us develop a self uh, our self-esteem and confidence but if it's the other way around then the uh, influence would obviously be negative other factors can be ability and disability social media and the things it promotes the outside environment and the attitudes of our peers and friends and the most uh, important factor for children especially is puberty as children start to grow up, they start to witness changes in their bodies and stuff. So this is really important and a sensitive period period of time for them. So I think that parents should bear the responsibility of accompanying their children in this journey of self-discovery and in educating them about uh, themselves and their bodies and stuff like that. Another thing I want to talk about is the signs that show always concern show that some uh, someone is facing issues with their physical appearance i think the most important and obvious one obvious one is self-criticism when someone is constantly criticizing their body saying hey i look ugly i don't like the way i look and stuff like that these things can be very destructive 
Another sign, another sign is comparing yourself to others. Uh, not wanting to go out or engage in activities because of the way you look. Um, spending so much time in the front of the mirror and taking too many pictures, not looking satisfied. Uh, being anxious or stressed or ashamed. These are all signs that indicate that someone is struggling with the way they look. Someone is struggling with their body image and appearance. So I think the biggest problem we are facing and the one that is directly and immensely affecting our body image is dissatisfaction. Nobody is satisfied with the way they look. Nobody is satisfied with their appearance. Everyone, everyone is constantly trying to change. Everyone is striving for perfection, which is silly because perfection is only illusion. It's an illusion. It's a myth. It's not real. No one is perfect, alright? And we should all acknowledge the fact that we are different and that we are unique. Nobody looks the same way as another person. Nobody is similar to another person. Everyone have their own flaws and imperfections. Everyone have their own insecurities. So we shouldn't only judge based on the outside because looks can be very deceiving. So let us let us just take a pause, alright? Let us take a pause and stop this competition of who looks better and stuff like that. It's it's stupid really. It's like no one is comfortable in their own skin, so we're just trying to copy others, trying to change just to take bits and pieces from everyone else, you know, and put them together just to try to be a perfect person be between quotations. And this is all just in vain, alright, so let's just take a pause. Look in the mirror, identify yourself, alright? Be like, okay, this is the way you look. This is the way I look and I embrace it. It is okay, it is fine, I love myself, every bit of myself, every imperfection. And if you want to change something regarding your body, do it because you want to. Not because you think others would appreciate you more if you did it. Not because others told you to do it. We shouldn't try so hard to match people's expectations and standards when the only person that matters is ourselves, our own satisfaction. What matters is self-love and self-care. Most important thing, as I said, and the key thing about it is the fact that we love it first. If you're gonna love it, if you're gonna appreciate it, you will learn to change it into making it comfortable, into making it a luxurious place for you, and into turning that house into a home. And there is a huge difference between the two terms, if I may. So please, 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 try to look to yourself on the mirror and try to appreciate the fact that you're a human being, you can breathe. It is okay if you don't have legs, it is okay if you don't have arms, it is okay if you have some sort of abnormal thing on your body, it is okay if you are a little bit of an overweight, it's okay if you're fat, it's okay if you're super thin, and it's okay to be short or taller than others. I mean, that's what makes you different, that's what makes us all diverse. 
I know it might be too much on you. I know that all the triggers from outside your family, um, the meetings and the gathering where you get to be called names or where you got whatsoever others think it's a compliment, but to you it's like so touching. Because let's face it, body shaming can be even in the world of eat a burger or maybe, wow, you're super thin, even you look like a skullet or like, Oh my God, that thing didn't look that much good on you. I think you should lose some weight. These are not compliments. These are body shaming labels. So please, can we just stop doing that? Can we let every single person love their bodies? Because if you love someone and you want him to change his life, do not tell him that he should change his body, but rather help him and support him to love his body as much as he would like to change it from a house into a home. Most important thing is not about the weight, not the way we look, but it's all about being healthier and about being more comfortable with the way we are. I mean, just make a little research on YouTube or on Facebook or on Instagram or anywhere you like and you would find spectacular people with different shapes and with different sizes and with different body parts being abnormal doing huge and amazing things. Some of them are researchers, some of them are like... Uh, models even there some of them are doing amazing things just the way they are and they never took the way they look as an excuse you know yes this is an important point because people can be so careless with their words sometimes and actions but especially words because what we don't realize and acknowledge is that words sometimes hurt more and cut deeper than any action so yeah we just should stop being careless with the words we say we should be very selective and careful because sometimes we say insensitive words and we think that it's okay they're harmless but so we fail to realize the pain and hurt we cause other people by those words it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you say it in a joking manner because some words can really hurt. They can offend someone. They can trigger someone, alright? Because sometimes we body shame others. We bully them without realizing it or we just fail to realize it or we just think that we're advising them, which is bullshit. I mean, you don't go telling someone, hey, you're fat and ugly. You should lose some weight and then say, it's only an advice I'm just advising you and then you expect people to accept this advice with a welcoming heart you know that is that is so wrong on so many levels that is everything but a piece of advice but a piece of advice okay that is not an advice and you shouldn't tell someone that because you're being very insensitive and rude also an advice has its manners, okay? So try to be cautious with the words you are saying. And please, please be kind. I mean, the world would be so, so much better if we were a little less meaner to ourselves. The world would be much better if we were kind and sweet to each other. Literally, I don't understand why people find this so hard being kind i mean they act as if though compliments cost an arm and a leg it doesn't compliments are free and you should give them more often all right 
be kind and supportive and uplifting one compliment one kind word literally can save a life literally also for since we spoke about the weight and the hate and since I'm like in the feed, as I already told you, I highly believe that encouraging people into upgrading their lifestyle is way more important and way more touching and way more successful and accurate than just telling them to go according into, to a diet. I hate diets, okay? I'm a dietitian and I hate diet. It's not about diet like to stop yourself and banning yourself from eating things that you love but it's rather like upgrading what you put into your body like eating more fruits drinking more water trying to eat the less junk that you you can because after all all the junk food is a food to be commercialized just the way the pictures and the beauty standards are being commercialized to us so it's the same thing if I get to make a link between both of them and I try to tell myself like hey okay listen up dear buddy I think that you deserve better I think that I should take better care of you I think that I should know what are the ingredients that I'm putting into you because let's face it food is the only thing that we could take it consciously from our mouth into the inside of our body right so why would I just throw anything inside if I ask you to put trash into your mouth and I'm sorry for that you wouldn't do it but we're doing it in another way we're putting chemicals we're putting like unnecessary products that we don't even know what they are made of into our bodies not caring about it just because it feels good just because it's so sugary just because it's so salty just because it's juicy just because it tastes good but if I get to program myself and upgrade my lifestyle adding some sort of sports as we know now we're in quarantine so it's so easy to download an app for sports and try to do it sports can really help your mental health not only the body or not only like it would take off all the stress that you have but it would also take off the boredom that you're having within your life i mean what could be better than that and it could be a, a huge star or a step for you. Even if you stop from time to time, it's totally okay. Remember that it's all about starting. And then to be committed, it would take you some time, but at least you've started. At least you made a step in order to become what you want, you know? Yes, yes, I totally agree. I mean, we expect so much from our bodies, yet we don't treat them well. So this is a huge contradiction. I mean, if we want our bodies to work well and to support us, then we should and must take care of them. Your body is your own responsibility, alright? And you should bear that responsibility. So you should try and take care of your body, tend to its needs, try to be as healthy as possible, follow a healthy lifestyle. The body also has a direct influence and effect on our mental health and vice versa, right? So this is an important thing that we should keep in mind. So try and make your body a loving home to your soul. And to become more conscious about our body shapes, I believe that it's really good if we take it from uh, 
reliable sources, like try to study, try to read some articles about the body shapes, try to hear other podcasts than ours about body shape. It would help you. Also about the body shaming, it's totally okay to feel not okay with our bodies because when we do, don't do, when we don't know something, it's always mysterious to us that we just try to deny it, if I can say so. But the soonest we will look to the mirror, for example, and try to identify the way we look and the way we want to be, I think it would make it way easier. And I've got a real example of what I'm saying right now. I have a friend of mine that recently just thought about the way she looks. My friend is in her 20s and she told me that it took her so long that she's blaming herself for not discovering her body. She told me that I've been always in a rush, that I didn't even take time to look to my body and I've never saw myself on the mirror because she never thought that she needed that. But then at a certain point of her life and after certain circumstances, she just felt like doing this. And by doing this, she truly changed her perspective on herself, which I find amazing, like truly amazing and so touching. She sent me pictures of herself and the way that she drastically changed. I'm not saying that everyone should change, but even the way she looked to herself has changed completely. She wrote something and it took her over four months of workouts and of self-loving terms and reading articles, watching YouTube videos, telling us her best friends about this and being open about it to know if it's a normal thing or not. And then also eating better food. I'm not saying she did diet, but she started eating a better food and better kind of food is the food that you can find without um, packaging, if I can say so, like fruits, like veggies, like drinking a lot of water, like eating things with fibers, like trying to avoid the maximum of junkies, as I said. And so amazing that she put it, uh, her birthday as a deadline and her birthday was today and she just sent me an amazing message and amazing pictures that truly shows when we put something in our head, we can make it. If we love our bodies that much, if we take time into considering the fact that these bodies are our houses and they should be our homes for the rest of our life, it would definitely change the perspective we have toward it. It's not about being overweight, it's not about being thin, it's not about being short, it's not about being so tall, it's not about having a special need, but it's just about the fact we accept, we love, and we try to upgrade the designs that we have and turning that house into a home, a cozy place and a place that we appreciate and we just grab everywhere with such proud. My friend's story was so touching to me that it's truly making me more aware of how body image and body shaming could change one's life and change one's life and even his environment's lives. Um, it's a true thing. It's not just labeling. It's, just, it's not just a uh, trend. It's not just labels. It is something truthful. 
It is something that others are being so affected by and we should really pay attention to it. So please next time you try to make any compliment to anybody, try to remember that it's their home and that if you say anything to that, it could truly make them homeless people. So please try to help others, support them to love who they are and then they would try and they would decide whether to change the houses they are in or not. Today's topic is very important and crucial and I feel like it needs more discussions. It needs more openness, you know, it needs us to open up about it more often. It is very important to develop a healthy body image to be able to fight off against the struggles that stop us from achieving that. So for a last pieces of advice, I would say mm, to just stop buying into what the social media is saying, to stop buying into what they are telling you to do. They shouldn't tell you what to do. They shouldn't tell you who to be because most of the social media, most of what the social media is about is labels and standards and sugarcoating things and faking things and striving for perfections and other things. As I said before, looks can be very deceiving. Social media also can be very deceiving. And there is a big lack of honest representations on social media. That's why it can be very harmful and destructive to blindly follow it. So I feel like we should strive and look for authenticity. Uh, we should stop romanticizing eating disorders, alright? This is this is very crucial and important because I it is happening a lot, you know. Some people may see an anoxic person and be like, hey, I love your body. Keep it up. How did you do it? I want to have a body like yours. No, you don't. No, you don't. Trust me. So stop romanticizing eating disorders, stop romanticizing mental health disorders. We should educate ourselves more about these matters so that we should we become more thoughtful and careful with our words and wishes. You should strive to be healthy and take good care of yourself. And we should all as individuals work to create this safe environment, safe and uplifting environment so that everybody, everyone feels safe, everyone feels with no judgment, no judgment, no criticism, no comparison, just be who you are, be yourself, feel comfortable in the way you look. I feel like it is very important to include in our discussion people with special needs because People who may have a physical disability, uh, one that perhaps causes them pain or uh, something like that, it would be very difficult for them to develop a healthy body image because they would feel different and not a good type of different, unfortunately. And, and they also might be affected by people's judgments, you know, when people stare at them, point out their disability. And even sometimes people make rude comments to people with special needs. Which is horrible. You're a horrible person if you do that, to be honest. So yeah, people with special needs often feel left out of such discussions, especially because of the lack of representation in the media.
you rarely see people with special needs uh, in the media. So yeah, it is very important to include them in the discussion and to affirm to them that a healthy body image includes all types of bodies, even the ones who are not between quotes, who doesn't, who don't have between quotes standard or ideal body, you know. Because it doesn't matter. Having a disability doesn't take from your worth as a person. You are still worthy and important. And you should love yourself. This world is big enough for all of us, alright? So don't feel as if though you are taking up space. Because no, you are not. This is your spot. You are worthy and you are important just the way you look. Your flaws and imperfections and insecurities don't take anything away from your worth, alright? You are whole just the way you are. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise, alright? Just be yourself, work on things like self-love, self-care, self-esteem, take care of your body, take care of your mental health, and be the amazing, great, beautiful person that you are. Life is not easy, I know, life is not easy, we will struggle a lot, it's ups and downs, but the sun always rises in the morning, alright? So should we. As the sun rises, so will we. Moving on to you, Rona, please give us your conclusion for today's topic. Most importantly is to say, safe and sound, we love you, we care about you, and we really wish that one day you will feel so comfortable being in your own home. And always remember, we're all different and that what makes us special. If your body is so different from others, just try to remember that you need to love it, you need to accept it, and then you can work on upgrading everything that is affecting it. That was it for today's episode, you guys. I hope you enjoyed and benefited from what we discussed and said. Make sure to follow our Instagram page for our podcast, Double Shout, and leave us your suggestions and comments. We would be delighted to read them and tune in for the next episodes.